Welcome, Welcome to the, to the I, I Hate. Fuck you. <laughs> Welcome to the I Hate Rappers Podcast. I'm your host, Greggy Westside. And I'm DJ Z13. And today we have Sam Casino. This guy. We appreciate you coming on. This is the first time we've recorded this. Yeah, it totally is. Um, okay. Thanks for having me. So full transparency, it's our second recording of this episode, so if it's a little bit more brief than normal, uh, we apologize. Uh, the camera battery died, so yeah. um, let's talk really quick about being prepared. So being prepared is very important because when you plan to fail, or when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And when you plan to fail, you definitely fail. So we failed, and we're sorry, and we hope this episode is still good. Love you. All right, so dead ass though. Preparation. Um, preparation. Preparation. Go on. Your turn. You know you know what I'm talking about. You talking about the content? The content. All right, bet. <laughs> All right, so um, I was talking to Greg, and he wanted me to reiterate this. Basically, I make music. I'm an artist, and I'm trying to promo a new single I got coming out within the next month or so. And I've never really been a big promo guy. Like, obviously, you need to do social media promo as an artist nowadays, but I've never put much effort behind it. And because of that, my music has never really, like, popped off the way it should. I would just post once. Um, And Greg is always going on these, like, social media tangents, and he'll, like, talk about the fucking algorithms, and they got different algorithms, and every social media company competes with each other and all this shit. And the amount that you need to post and short form and stories and all that shit is stressful. It's a lot. It seems like a lot. As an artist, who you are into this, like, to make music. That's why you're doing this shit, and that's what you love. You're not trying to be a social media person, but unfortunately, you have to now. And I think when you see, like, oh, my God, I got to post this many times a day on this many different things, it seems like a lot of work and a lot to take on. But I busted out the whiteboard and the marker planned out my promo like all right on this day i'm doing this i'm dropping this content on this platform you know short form content put that on my shorts my reels my tiktok whatever um and like when you really plan it out like that and you say like all right on this date i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make this i'm gonna post this and you know exactly what you need to make like it just makes a uh it seems so doable after planning it out like that yeah so like for for this uh example like our, our podcast we you said 30 clips in a month you got to post or whatever. Yeah, like once a day. Yep. You know, once a day. Yeah. Like for this podcast, for example, we had, this is like the 15th episode we have recorded. We haven't dropped a single one yet. We haven't posted a single thing on the account yet. And the reason for it is we have three clips per episode. We got 45 social posts right there. Plus still images, the announcement. Pot. We got close to 60 Social media posts before the first one comes out. At minimum for each At site. At minimum. For each site. Yeah. So that 60 total becomes... 180. Uh, 240. 240, yeah. Because we're also going to post on Snapchat. Yeah, so... It, nobody posts on Snapchat. I mean, don't think about that because you're stupid. Yeah. You're so, dumb and you don't understand what getting paid means. <laughs> Dummy. But yeah, so like t- t- <laughs> 240 pieces of content and... We're not saying this to be like, oh, look at us, but like, look at us. Like, it's easy to do. Like, we, we went three months without recording an episode and still got that. Yeah. And the thing is, now that we have all this content, we're still going to be making more. But now we're able to post. We can, I can, we can schedule the first 45 posts out and then focus on making the next 45 and then schedule those out. And then we'll constantly be behind. So if 
God forget, forbid something happens and one of us gets hurt and we can't do an episode or I lose my voice. That's my biggest fear in life. Like, Well, I mean, if you lose your voice, I'll just keep it going. I got you. <laughs> you better do the same. I'll just sit there clicking the camera. I'll be over here. Just You know how bad it would be if I, lo- as a host, a DJ, a radio host. Yeah, no, that would suck. On a podcast. That's a nightmare. I <laughs> That's a nightmare and a half right there, bro. Yeah. Your whole life's fucked like yeah. it's done like you're like until that voice comes back the yeah. good two weeks until you're actually dj z13 in the mix until you're back to that yeah, yeah you're fucked pretty dude. good thank you I, I think i got a radio voice or, you know like when i was djing last night you know what i'm saying man i'm up there i'm like all right everybody so listen up this is how we're gonna do the crowd contest you know what i'm talking about no, I, feel, I feel like i could do your little uh your little what's it called the like, like hosting get? no the the thing when you click the button you play oh, it. Okay. the tag i got a whole yeah i got a whole bunch of those yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna put them up put them up put them up djz13 in the mix you're listening to 808s and mixtape yeah if you if you listen to my radio show ever you know how many tags we got we got it's insane but that's another thing like before we had our first episode you had tags i commissioned 45 tags made and like so i was able to you know it's all about playing Oh, Bad. dude, actually, all right, so last thing I'm going to say about DJing, so mm-hmm. uh, there's two buttons I know to click, and there's mm-hmm. one in the middle that if I click, I I kind of fucked up for a good 20 seconds because yeah. it's the siren that won't, you cannot stop it, Yep. and it's very long, very annoying, and, um, you know, it's not my DJ board, so I'm not going to tell him, yo, get that shit out of here. Yeah. So I got one and two of the eight on the D-pad, right? Yeah. Or the B-pad or whatever the hell it Hot is. Hotkeys. Hotkeys, yeah. yeah. So I go boom. Uh, DJ siren, boom, explosion. So I'm going, and my finger slipped the one time, and I hit, I hit number five. No, not that. I didn't hit that. I hate that one. I hit the one below it, which Renzo queued up for it to say Young Genesis, and he was not on the show. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, like I think I did that twice. Like figured it out on accident. I was just like, boom, boom. My so my my opening DJ, but I wasn't prepared. <laughs> bust out that whiteboard. But uh, so my my opening DJ, he's got tags, mm-hmm. and you got eight hotkeys on one side, eight on the other, and like half eight, the eight on the other side are his, eight are mine, and he's gone for the summer, so I just took his out last night. But for the past few days, there's been nothing there, and like I accidentally hit it the other day, thinking it was mine, because when there's nothing there, it mirrors the other side. So I <laughs> I hit it. I was like, he's not on the show tonight. So yeah, I, I feel I feel that. Yeah. Being prepared is the key. Yeah. So, um, so I I was watching this um, Illuminati documentary the other day. You read my fucking mind, dude. You're, you're, you're such a good co-host, man. Like, you're you're my favorite co-host that I've had to a podcast ever, and I've run a couple. They call me Transition Terry. That's Transition they, Terry. Mm-hmm. Look at this bromance I'm caught in between. <laughs> Should I? You want me to get out of here? No, yeah. we we want you. We want you <laughs> right in the middle of this. <laughs> All right, say want, less. This little sandwich right here mm-hmm. is gonna come full circle. Or What's shall I say, triangle. triangle? That doesn't even make sense, right? Talk now. about the triangle. What's a triangle? What's a triangle? I mean, you gotta bust down it first. All right, boom. So a triangle. Uh, if it's you guys ever sided shape. Basically, I I am a nerd at heart for some reason, and I like to stare at maps and I like to understand population of cities and metro population. We got the same socks on. That's crazy. Whatever. Well, you got the high ones, but yeah, we got, got the, the same socks on. But um, but yeah. So I like I like studying 
that type of stuff. I, I don't know why. It just kind of fascinates me. Uh, it's probably because I hate listening to music because I'm around so much music all the time, and I just watch YouTube in my free time now. So um, when you look at the map of the United States, especially in the Midwest, you got triangles all over, and people just don't see them. But you got a triangle with Cleveland, Columbus, and Pittsburgh, which is about a two, two-and-a-half-hour triangle right there. So each city is two to two-and-a-half apart. And the metro population of whatever, uh, you know, Cleveland and Columbus and Pittsburgh combined, you know, it's probably, I think that'd be seven, eight million, something roughly like that. And then um, you keep looking around. You got, like, you know, not equilateral like you got obtuse triangles not i don't know you got a bunch of you got a bunch of stuff and so speaking of the triangle tell tell us about your triangle that you're working on so i'm the promoter at west side uh for cincinnati that's like all me and greg sends me some master plan in like I like how you didn't type it up on one text either. I wasn't oh, sure I, I when to respond. It. it was probably it must have been at least forty separate messages. Dude, I Logan franked it. Oh hell so no! Bad. That's all I I text like that where I, it's like yeah, but you literally are dyslexic. Yeah, well yeah, Ro- roasted. <laughs> I, I yeah I am. This this dude texts to speeches me all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, so restart your part so I can clip this correctly. All right, bet. <laughs> so I run the Cincinnati region, and basically Louisville and Indianapolis combined with Cincy just make this perfect little triangle. They're not too far from each other. Hour and 45 triangle. Perfect. Best so triangle in the Midwest. Basically, um, Cincinnati's going great. Uh, we're still like just trying to get that as big as possible, but now we're expanding into Louisville and Indianapolis, and we can just keep on running like back-to-back shows, all three of those locations. Just do like Cincy on Friday, or maybe on like a Thursday, Thursday. or something, and then Louisville on, yeah. Saturday, or it doesn't really matter because it's a triangle. But just yeah, one hit on one of those other two cities on Friday, and then Saturday, and we got a little mini tour, just like we'd be doing in Ohio. Little and Thursday Friday Saturday combo is crucial. Facts. Crucial. And I. I j- and then you I can hit Dayton on a Sunday as the extra city that's right around the same metro population. I had to say that. I, I didn't mention this in the last recording we did, but it's important from a – I am a tax guy. I love taxes. Oh, I don't love taxes. I love studying tax, tax code. code. If you are doing these drives, two, three-hour drives – Write down what you're doing. That's all you can write all of that off at the end of the year. No, nah, we about to we about to free plug. We're not we're not writing it down. We're going this app called Hurdler. You can't see it right here, but it's a green app with a little nerd. H U R D L R. It tracks your miles, tracks your miles, your expenses, yep, and your income. And it gives you a sheet each month and for the year of what you spent. So it's year to date, year to date so far. I have Lost eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, according to this app. Good shit. So that's twelve thousand in expenses, four thousand in income, zero dollars in taxes, and then I also have forty six hundred dollars in deductions. Yeah. For driving, only. This this your first year doing this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So we only met like a year ago. Okay, so yeah, when officially, when you've been you, asking you me for a feature since you were a freshman in high school. True, I've been fanned out for a while. <laughs> When you write down all this <laughs> stuff, like you said, eight thousand dollars right there that you spent, or tax deductions basically. Say you make ten thousand, you only have to pay taxes on the two thousand. You pay taxes on the difference, and so, like, it's not good to have a net loss. But when you're starting off, you're gonna have a net loss. That basically means that 
for that time you spent more than you earned so therefore you don't have well not spent more but you had more deductions than you earned and so you and have no taxable income basically also always try to figure out what you can turn into an asset mm-hmm. instead of you know just having it as an expense mm-hmm. so like a camera is an expense mm-hmm. but it also is an asset that's why i got that baby right there i got multiple lenses i, d- I don't care you know all the extra money I have, I'm putting into equipment that I use and I can, you know, like software, uh, plugins, whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know, like make your make your stuff work for you. Make your money work for you. And that way I won't have to pay taxes this year, next year, last year. I didn't, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I took a loss, you know, according to, to them. But that in turn, I turned to assets. And that's, you know, yeah, th- that's what people don't do enough. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, the, the they want to make money off you for taxes. But they're they also have, happy if they can you, have my sales tax. They're also happy if you stimulate the economy, purchase stuff, and then they get sales tax out. They're getting their money. You know what I mean? And um, in no way am I saying like cheat the system. Cheat the system, Don't but like you system. can. There's work the system. Th- there's ways that you can work the system so that way small business owners like us are able to save money when you're starting up because right if you think about it right now a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks it's whatever but i think of it this way if i put that hundred bucks into an account and invested it and compounded the interest that could be a lot in a whole in in over time 50 years yeah so like the hundred bucks now could be a thousand down the road so that's why i'm trying to save right now as much as i can and and take as much loss as i can now because i know there's gonna be a day where i'm gonna profit and then it's going to start going up. And, and then you get fucked on taxes. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get out of here, I'm sorry to bring it up again on the second recording. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> talk, yeah. uh, talk about how sad you were. Yeah. So since he had his first flop, Westside, since he had his first flop, at least. And I threw a shitty show, basically. Every show we've had, man, no complaints, good money, good crowds. Everything just went smoothly. Um, and then for the show that we did, just nobody sold tickets at all. Uh, three people hit their 10-ticket minimum, and we had a lot of zero-ticket sellers. And there were some things that were kind of a little out of our control, like we had last-minute drop-offs, and two guys got put on there either two days before the show or one day to try and push some last-minute sales, but like we didn't expect much out of them. We were like really hoping to get some sales in at the door to try and profit off it, but it just nobody sold. So it was a weak show. We lost money on it. $136 L. Ouch. Um, <laughs> nah, but we lost money on it. It didn't go well at all. And the worst part for me personally was just like looking at this empty ass room with weak ass crowds and having to watch these artists who I booked who I appreciate and have a good working relationship with have to perform for this just nobody really. And the whole like business model of like our showcase events is you're performing for your crowd, the artist before you crowd and the artist after your crowd. So you're getting more exposure and you're being able to perform for a crowd that you yourself couldn't bring in. And that's part of the appeal. Um, and like not us not achieving that for that show just like kind of fucked me up. But it was learning experience. Um, talked a lot about it with Greg after about like why it happened, how to prevent it again, and already we're doing things. I don't really think it's gonna happen on one of our upcoming shows, but I'm sure we'll have a flop at some point in the future because it's a little unavoidable. But it was for sure a learning experience. 
Yeah, and, and I can tell that as long as you put the hard work in and time and effort, like you're going to be successful because of the way you said, I had a flop, we had a flop. You weren't putting it on the artist, even though they're the ones that were selling the tickets. Like, at the end of the day, if you got a promoter who's taking accountability like that, that's the promoter that really cares about the show. So it's going to do well over time. And um, like you said, there's going to be bad shows, but like if you got positive energy, like the people that were on the show might come back. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, 136 but it could be worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, that, yeah. that wasn't that bad of a. And we were on tour. I think the tour as a whole profited. Yeah. Maybe a little. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other two shows were, those were decent. And since he just, <sighs> dude, if you, if basically, I'll just put it this way. We would not have taken the L if it wasn't a tour for Cincy specifically. But the tour, the specific dates wouldn't have made as much money altogether as a tour if they weren't in the tour. So, like, the other two shows benefited a little bit more. Uh, mainly Columbus benefited a little bit more. I mean, they all, all would have been good in their separate ways, but uh, us going down and having the hotel expense, Airbnb, you know, um, having that expense kind of pushed it over, and then also having to, you know, drive down and stuff. If you were down there for school, like, it would have been fine. Yeah. It, it would have it been an L no matter what, just not a financial L at that point. And that's the – that's the worst part about it is that, you know, we're trying to expand people's, uh, you know, artists reach and in doing so sometimes, you know, we'll take L's for that and that's fine. But we also kind of gave artists an L of a show. Yeah. So for sure. like in for turn, sure. might've wasted their time just as well as ours. And you know, there's no, again, there's no issue with that. And like I talked about on a previous episode, you know, the whole business end of understanding what happens at a show, you know, you got to understand that, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little bit sad about that fail, but think I'm the bright excited for this next one. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I think on the bright side, you always got more shows coming up, and yeah. um, now's the time to be traveling when it's when it's hot out. And now that um, again with taxes, you can get they just upped it it's 63 cents per mile now that you can get um, for business travel. So uh, it used to be 50 cents or 59 or whatever. So that extra four cents is going to mean a lot, especially when, when you're, you're doing three hour trips, tens of thousands of miles. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So, um, but yeah, last thing, last thing with, uh, with that though, download that fucking app or download just any driver app. Yeah. I Anytime. use one called stride. I think stride, yeah. yeah. You pay, pay per month or pay for the year type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then even like, um, well, I guess like QuickBooks doesn't do it for miles, but like QuickBooks, goes through your statements on your credit card, checking account, whatever, mm-hmm. and it tells you, hey, these look like business transactions. Are they? And you say yes or no. Um, so even a service like that is really I'm beneficial. still rocking with Hurdler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I hate – I hate what? Rappers. What, what, do, we what do we love? Artists. I hate rappers. And I love artists. Peace. See ya.